0: And good afternoon friend, thank you so much for joining me on this wonderful day My name is Pastor Gerald and you are listening to Grace Waves Brought to you by Great Grace Church in South Africa Well friend, today we are continuing our talk about anger Now yesterday I shared about what anger is And we said that anger is an emotion it is a very strong and very powerful emotion and an emotion that can become very dangerous if it is not dealt with and if it is not overcome now what happens many times is that anger is like if you can picture a horse that you are riding on and sometimes this horse just gets wild (laughs) and you lose control of this horse and if you do not regain control of this horse this horse will run away with you and it will be controlling you and where you go and what you do and you'll not be able to control it and therefore it is important that we learn how to overcome anger how to regain control and maybe not even lose control is a better thing when anger comes or when the horse is, is uh, goes wild if I can put it in that way. Now friend in Proverbs chapter nineteen verse eleven there's a beautiful verse. Now listen to this verse with me. It says in the Bible in Proverbs nineteen eleven The discretion of a man defers his anger, and it is his glory to pass over a transgression. Now the word here for discretion means intelligence or understanding or prudence or wisdom. And so we understand that it is by a person's understanding and by his wisdom and by his prudence that he is able to defer his anger. To defer your anger is not to allow it to gain control of you, not to act immediately, not to let anger um, spark that action that you should not be doing, but rather you prolong the anger, You, you delay anger because of your wisdom, you do not act on it. Because we also read in the Bible that it is a fool that carries anger in his heart and acts rashly upon it. You know, when we are controlled by anger, it never ends well. When you act in an act of anger or you, or in wrath, there is never good consequences from that. It always ends badly. Sometimes people get hurt. And even when we read the Bible, we see that there were people that got killed because of anger. And this is why in Proverbs chapter 14, verse 29, we've read this, but I want to read it again. It says, he that is slow to wrath is of great understanding, but he that is hasty of spirit exalts folly. He that is slow to wrath is of great understanding. And again, the word here for understanding is someone that is skillful in their thinking. A person of wisdom, a person that knows how to think, how to be in control, how to master their own souls, their own spirit. And now you remember that on Monday we said that when you deal with anger, it is not actually anger that needs to be dealt with, but rather it's an issue of the ability to rule over your own spirit. You see, friend, anger is but one emotion that we fight with many times. There are other emotions within us that need to be controlled, that need to be subdued. And therefore anger is but one example, it is but one expression, a one proof of what is going on in our hearts and in our minds. And if we struggle to deal with anger, it is very possible that we also struggle to deal with other emotions. Because it is not an issue of anger so much as it is an issue of us learning how to think properly and how to rule over our own spirit. As the Bible said that the person that that is slow to anger is greater than a person that takes a city. Now friend, for us to overcome anger, you must become skillful in your thinking. You must exercise your mind in the right things. Because the right kind of thinking is what will conquer your anger. Anger is not something you beat once and then the fight is over. But anger will come again and again and it is a part of our being and therefore you cannot eradicate anger from your life. But it is something that you can learn how to rule over it. How not to allow anger to gain control of you. Not to allow anger to dictate to you what you should do or how you should think or what you should say. And this you do by learning how to rule over. Over your own spirit first. Now, just like a boxer, picture a boxer. You know, in the in a boxing ring, uh, and, and the more the boxer fights, and the more he trains, and the more he gains experience, the more times most likely the boxer will have victories the more times he will win the better he'll be able to defend himself he'll be able to read his opponent better he's not so hastily in his attacks but at times his timing is better his footwork is better and therefore just like that so is our lives the more we are experienced in dealing with our anger and the more we are exercised in our thinking the more victories you'll have in dealing with anger and the greater control you will have over your emotions. So now comes the question that we have to ask, and that is, well, how do I become more skillful in my thinking? How do I rule over my own spirit? How do I grow in my thinking? And there's a lot of things that we can say about this, friend, but I want to focus on only seven things quickly this morning or well, this afternoon. And these seven things, I uh, just want to name them to you, and we might discuss a couple of them. And number one is that you need to have your mind renewed. And that you find in Romans chapter 12 and verse 2. You need to have a mind that is constantly growing, a mind that is constantly renewed. We spoke about this in a Bible study last night, that our minds need to keep on moving forward. And every day your mind needs to be changed, needs to grow, needs to be renewed and strengthened by the Word of God. And therefore, number two is that you need to receive the Word of God daily. In James chapter 1 verse 21, you need to receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your soul. Which is able to strengthen you and teach you and equip you for the work of God. And teach you and guide you in your thinking. Because it is the word of God, when we receive the word of God, the word of God becomes our structure of thinking. It starts to become the thing that informs your thinking, that that gives you the, the right kind of mindset. And therefore, you're able to control your emotions. And then number three, you need to walk in the spirit. In Galatians 5 verse 16, we read that the Bible says that if you walk in the spirit, you will not feel the lust of the flesh. And did you know that in Galatians chapter 5, wrath and anger and, and hatred is part of the works of the flesh? It is a, it is a, it is a work of the flesh. It is the flesh that, that, that deals in, angry and hang, in anger. But the spirit gives love. And the greatest weapon against anger is to have a mindset of love. Then number four, friend, you need to be humble. You need to be humble in 1 Peter chapter 5 to verse 5 to verse 6. You see that the Bible says that God gives grace unto the humble. And grace is what we need when we are dealing with anger. Many times anger has a lot to do with pride. Because we refuse to let go, because I was hurt, because I was put down, because I was offended, and therefore I am angry, and I must be justified, and I must take revenge. That is wrath. But the Bible says, give place unto wrath, because the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. And therefore when you are humble, you need not be justified. You don't need to be right. You don't need to win the fight. You don't need to be the one that is on top. And therefore, you don't need to be anger, angry and you don't need to act in anger. But you are humble and meek and you allow God to deal with it. Then number five, the Bible says that we need to be sober and vigilant. In 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8, and this word here for to be sober is literally to have a mind that is sharp to have a mind that is ready, to have a mind that is on guard, like a guard that is watching for the enemy. You are not sleeping in your mindset. You're not allowing the world system to to dull your your spiritual senses because that is why, like we said yesterday, that is the problem with drugs and all these things, is they open your mind up for so many wrong things because you have no guard. There is no walls around your city. And that is why people who consume these things, they are oftentimes very angry people because they have no guard around their city. And so we need to be sober. We need to be vigilant. We need to have minds that are ready and sharp and exercised. Imagine a boxer going into the ring, but he is so, so maybe he is you know, so drunk. You know, do you think he will have a good fight? No, he won't even be able to hit the enemy once or the opponent once because his mind is not sharp but you know that when you want to win the fight you need to be ready and vigilant and you need to watch your enemy carefully and then number six friend that you need to ask for wisdom wisdom is the primary thing here the bible says that he who rules over his own spirit is wise it is of great understanding that you are slow to anger in James chapter 1, verse 5, the Bible says that he, whosoever lacks wisdom, let them ask of God and he will give it to them. Do not be afraid to ask God every day for wisdom. Because that is what we need, wisdom and discretion, in order to deal with anger. And then finally, friend, in James chapter 1, verse 19, you need to listen carefully and speak less. Many times this is the problem. And the Bible says in Proverbs also that by many words, sin lacks not. When you speak too much, when you are angry, you should not be speaking at all. You should be listening carefully, listening to what God is saying, listening to the leading of the Holy Spirit. Just listening and not speaking and to be slow to anger. Because, friend, many times when you speak, that is when anger starts to take control of you. And the words start to be words that are not your words, but the words of anger. And many times, and I would say 99.9% of the time, uh, the words that you speak when you are angry, you will regret them later. And so, friend, we need to listen carefully. Speak less. Be slow to speak and be slow to anger. And so those seven points, just once again, quickly, have your mind renewed, receive the Word of God daily, walk in the Spirit, be humble, be sober and vigilant, ask for wisdom, listen carefully, be slow to speak and slow to anger. Now these things, friend, can help you to have a mind that is ready. Your city, which is your mind, needs to be protected You need to be in control of your own thinking and not allow your emotions to control you. Emotions, this is the thing about emotions, emotions are not able to think. Emotions have no mind. And so do not allow your emotions to rule what you do because everything you do will be foolishness. When you feel overwhelmed by anger, always keep quiet. And do not act on how you feel at the moment. Give yourself space. Take a deep breath and take charge of yourself. Allow your mind to regain control before you do anything. You must take hold of the reins before you, in order for you to be in control again. You must calm down the horse before you can continue to ride. Otherwise, you'll be riding down the cliff. Remain humble, friend, and submit everything at the feet of God and allow allow Him to take care of it. Now, the interesting thing is that science has shown that the more times you have victory over your own anger, the more times you are able to control your anger and not act on it, the stronger your mind becomes and the easier it gets to control anger. But the more you give in to anger, the harder it becomes to control it because it becomes addictive. That emotion starts to drive everything you do. And so friend, train your mind and be filled with God's mind and truth. And learn how to have a mind that is strong and exercised and always, always be in control of your emotions. Now please join me again tomorrow as we'll talk about the external factors of anger. How to identify the things that cause anger in your life and how to deal with them. How to be in the right environment for victory over anger. So thank you so much for listening today, friend. I trust and hope that you'll have a wonderful rest of the day. And as always, may God bless you.